Hi guys, welcome back. We're on episode eight and we are going to be moving forward with this type of episode at the end of every single month. We're going to recap everything that we've been able to accomplish in the existing month that we're in. On top of that, we're going to list all of our failures and all the things that we could not accomplish and how we're going to regroup that and move forward to the new month. So stay tuned. You get to hear about our whole entire month in this short episode here. And um, it's quite a bit. <laughs> We might as well jump right in and start with the garden, the garden, the ever evolving garden, the garden that feeds us, the garden that drives us nuts, the garden that feeds other things besides us, like our chickens or our ducks or the bunnies or the deers or whatever the case is. Let's just start there. The garden. Much like the garden, the foods that you begin to consume that you once consumed when you first started the garden will alter and change. Why is that? That is because you've got growing children or you just don't want to grow it anymore or you just don't feel that it's beneficial for you to grow where you're just not consuming enough to it. So why dedicate the garden space to it? You know, it, it evolves. It, it is what it is. It evolves. This year, with the evolution of the garden, Justin built me four new beautiful raised beds that I can actually utilize more in the shaded part of the garden because we have this huge maple that sits there and um, we don't get enough sunlight there. I would have to really take the maple back in order to do so, but it provides shade for the livestock that's in the back. So I'm very hesitant in taking it back. So I've learned to work with it. So we built additional raised beds on that side of the garden where I can extend my spring growing season. What does that mean? My Brussels sprouts now have a space to just grow by themselves since they have such a long maturity time. And then on top of that, the broccoli, the cauliflower, the, you know, all the leafy greens are now in their own space. And I don't have to utilize the rest of the beds to grow them in. And I'm not forcing myself to rush through them. So now the empty beds will be dedicated towards again, the summer garden or going into the winter garden at that point. It's excellent. It's a great plan. But that's not to say that next year things will change. What's that saying? Plant your potatoes on St. Patrick's Day weekend, that weekend of St. Patrick's Day. That's what I've been taught. And it's a great marking point for me in regards to when to drop my potatoes because I never forget. However, what happens is I do run out of time. And this year I ran out of time. As a matter of fact, so much so that my potatoes didn't get into the ground until, oh, a month later. My potatoes didn't hit the ground until the middle of April. April. And um, that's going to just cause me to be really pushed behind in how long and how quickly they will cure for long-term storage. Now, is that a problem? Not really. But what I need to be very cautious of is, is the fact that now I'm harvesting a month later. I need to make sure that the temperature and the weather as is perfectly great with no rain in order to cure them so I can actually store them. If not, I've got to put them in the garage. I've got to put a heat lamp on them to be able to cure them properly. And that's such a hassle. So yeah, I was behind. I dropped the ball. Um, I kept saying, oh, oh, I'll do it. I'll do it. I'll do it. And I didn't. And it wasn't because of the rain. It wasn't. We had no rain in April. <laughs> really not until this last week. We were watering our gardens, remember? And now and now, here I am, a month behind, praying that the summer extends just a little bit longer so I can get them cured and stored properly. The last spring item that I actually have to put into the ground is cabbage. Cabbage, for some reason, I don't know. I put it in way too late every single year, and it's ready. It's ready to be transplanted, and it's ready to go, and it needs to be in the ground. 
but it's such a big crop that I always question where I'm going to put it. And trust me, I move it every single year. Every single year I move cabbage and it's not good because I, every single year I kind of just go, "Mm, do I want to grow cabbage? I love growing cabbage. I just, so this year I went ahead and I moved some of our tomatoes around. I made one area to be specifically for slicing tomatoes and leave it at that. We're going to call it good. We're going to call it slicing tomatoes. We're going to pick from it. We're going to eat fresh from it every single day. Good to go. We have our cherry tomatoes in pots because sometimes I have to move those pots around depending on the season. Now, I opted this year to grow our canning tomatoes in the very extremely large raised bed. I'm going to put cattling paneling there. And actually, it's not cattle paneling. What it is, is it's cement um, uh, mesh mesh for concrete. And that is a fraction of the cost. It holds substantially quite well. It's as solid and as strong as cattle paneling. And if you are looking to be a little bit more frugal in what you're spending right now, Go ahead and look at your big hardware stores and go to the concrete section and cement section and get the mesh that you would normally typically lay down before you actually pour your concrete. That's what we use. That's what we've used in the past. That's what I like to use because of the cost and it works really, really well. Anyways, I am going to move our canning tomatoes over into a new section with two of the meshes and grow them there. I'm still going to have to probably um, supplement a lot of the growth that I need from a local farmer in the area. Hopefully I'll be able to do that. I've got their personal phone number, so I will be calling them up. So anyways, so the tomatoes are being moved there. And then on top of that, I really think I'm going to move the zucchinis to that same section as well, too, because we don't eat a lot of zucchini anymore. I love zucchini. However, by the middle of summer, my family hates it. So I really am only going to plant four plants this year, enough to make zucchini relish and the recipe will be coming and enough to just eat fresh in season. And that's it. That's all I'm going to be using for zucchini for. So with that said, the new trellises are going to go up. And then on top of that, I'm going to reinstall back up what I call our winter squash section. So it's going to be acorn squash, butternut squash, and spaghetti squash. Um, The Hubbards, my seeds did not save properly, and I cannot find blue Hubbard seeds anywhere. I think I packaged them when they were just a little too wet still, and they molded, and I was devastated. So... Uh, Those three squashes will be growing vertically behind the raised beds in order to um, maximize more garden space. So stay tuned. You're going to be able to see that. This next week and into the first week of May, we're going to be starting our summer seeds. And once that's done, I am good to go up until the end of July. And at the end of July, I go ahead and I will direct sow a lot of our fall, early winter items. So the end of this month, April, into the beginning of next month, the summer seeds will go ahead and get sowed. And I'm going to be moving peppers. I didn't do a lot of peppers this year because I failed for the last six years because of our altitude. I'm going to be doing some peppers into pots this year and placing them into my little pop-up greenhouse. I didn't build a greenhouse. We're contemplating on selling and looking for our forever homestead a little earlier than expected. So I decided, why build a greenhouse if someone's going to tear it down? So I just bought a nice size pop-up one and I could fit 15 pots in there. So I think I'm going to put all my peppers in the greenhouse this year and see how they do in that sense. So wrapping up the garden with summer seeds for the end of April, beginning of May. And then on top of that, though, I am going to re-sow 
more radishes and I can do that for quite a bit. I'm going to re-sow some carrots and then I will go ahead and re-sow um, spinach and lettuce as well. It's just amazing. We can grow spring produce all the way until the beginning of July around here. And it's incredible. It's incredible. So I'm waiting for my carrots to pop up, my beets to pop up. Oh, and I probably will do another round of sweet peas and snap peas as well too. The last bit of exciting news about the garden this year is each week on YouTube, we are going to be doing a garden tour. You get to join me in a vlog form every single week and see what's going on with the garden, what I'm harvesting, what I need to amend, what I need to fix, what I'm adding, different things. The garden is my sanctuary. It's my happy space. It's a, it's a place where I rarely ever get interrupted ever. Because they know if they come to the garden, they're going to help me. If they want to talk to me. They got to grab something and pitch in. And truth, I don't mind doing it alone. I don't. It's just, it's, it's therapy for me. And I think that you guys are going to understand that. So join me on YouTube, on my YouTube channel, A Farm Girl in the Making, and watch the garden progress every single week. And also, I'm excited to be partnering with Homesteaders of America monthly to be able to showcase the garden and what we have going on and what we're going to be doing with our beautiful bounty that comes out of it. So that happens every single month. That's it for the garden for the month of April. We're going to move on to what am I actually putting up? All right, let's move on to May. What do we have planned for May? Outside of the garden, we already talked about that. It's a lot of construction. It is a lot of construction right now. And it's not a bad thing. It's a good thing. It's just not my thing. It's Justin's thing. And unfortunately, his, well, not unfortunately, fortunately, his furlough is over effective Monday. He will be going back to work on Monday. Um, and which means that we're back to weekend builds. However, I may, may end up hiring um, a college kid who needs money. He cannot get out of his, at least for his apartment until June. And I thought, well, might as well hire him. He's a good friend of mine's son and he's a great worker. So I think I'm going to hire him to fill in Justin's spot throughout the week and um, have him help me get a jump start on things. He already moved all the mulch from the bottom of our drive all the way up. And if you don't know anything about my drive, then you know it's a lot of work. So let me tell you about the construction that's happening on the property in May. The first thing we're going to do is tear down the um, deck off the back kitchen door. And the reason why is because it's completely rotted. Some of the wood is still really good that we can recycle, but the other, it's just not worth keeping. And it's, it's dangerous. It's dangerous because you can fall through the deck if you're not careful. And it's ridiculous. Anyways, um, underneath the deck, we're hoping is a gold mine. We could peek through and we can see some things. It looks like someone broke up concrete. So there was must have been a concrete deck off of there at one point. And there's a lot of red brick underneath there. And I'm trying to figure out what was going on back there. But with the deck coming down, my vision is to, um, to create a farmhouse garden. Basically, the kitchen garden is what I'm going to call it. I wish I was creative enough to come up with something big and beautiful, but it's just the kitchen garden where I will have herbs, onions, tomato, uh, not tomatoes, sorry, uh, herbs, onions, carrots. I want some cabbage planted back there. Um, just things that I can quickly go gather real quick and bring inside some chives and some beautiful perennial flowers. And the reason why is because I just envision this space where I don't have to walk too far to grab oregano. It's right there for me. I don't have to walk too far to grab a small onion that's not fully matured yet if I just want to use that. So just things that I can harvest really quickly for seasoning, adding flavor, or just something fun and beautiful. So with luck, with luck, 
I will have enough material to build a couple of raised beds out of the um, broken up concrete and the brick that's back there. If not, I'll just go ahead and construct some raised beds back there as well too. The other plan is to bring in some crushed rock and Justin is going to build a very long farmhouse picnic table. We have a lot of kids and so when we get together, I want a place for us to sit to eat, to laugh, to talk story, and to have the food line the table and just celebrate being a family together. So that is going to be the plan for me. Unfortunately, yet fortunately, Justin's furlough ends on Monday. So if I had to rely on the fact that he was going to do this throughout the weekend, that would not be the case. I Unfortunately, it it would not get done by the end of May. So I think what I'm going to do is I have a very good friend whose son has to play for his college apartment, even though he's not staying in it until the end of June. I think I'm going to hire him to come on and help me with this project. He is a great worker. He actually moved all the remaining mulch from the bottom of our drive all the way up to the garden for us. Oh my gosh, incredible. He did a great job and um, true blessing to have him do that. So um, I think I'm going to hire him to help him out a little bit and he can help me out a little bit and get that project done by the end of May. Will I actually plant anything this year? Yes and no. I don't think I'm going to be planting any vegetables in it this year. However, I will plant perennials this year. I will strategically put my flower pots in there. I will strategically go ahead and put my... um you know, my, my perennials that I want, some echinacea, black-eyed Susans, you know, things with color that are actually going to come up every single year, maybe a couple of roses. You know, I, I, I just don't know, but I, I will do a little bit of something back there and I'm excited to show you the journey of the process. So stay tuned, either follow us on Instagram or Facebook. There, of course, will be a blog post up on it as well too, but that is the first thing that we're going to tackle is the back deck. And with fingers crossed and lots of prayer, it will get done by the end of May. If you know anything about our property, then you'll know that we are on a mountainside and we live off of the main cleared out section. So half the property goes up the mountain. Then we have a cleared off section in which we live in. The house is there. The little bit of heavy equipment that we have is there. The quail, the quail barn, the rabbit barn, the coop. The big closed off poultry area and the feed room is up there. Those are great items. Oh, and the goats. I'm sorry. The goats are up there as well, too. Now, that's a lot up on one lot. And um, the garden's up here, too. So what I've been working on with the chickens and the goats, yes, my partner's there in crime, we've been working on clearing the lower lot. And we have gotten three quarters of the way in which we are going to start our fencing cleared. I only have a little bit left to go. But unfortunately, it's already turned green. So the black berries and salmon berries have already greened up and it's going to be a pain in the neck at this point to get them cleared. But I have got to do it. I've got to forge through and get that job done in order to say it has been completed. There, There's two folds for why it's important that it needs to be get to get done is, is that the coyotes and the bears come in through there. And I have got to be able to see them come in. Right now, they're able to sneak in. And so we're losing quite a bit of birds down at that lower lot because of it. Um, and the other fold is, is that Penny and Sylvie won't really go down that lower lot any longer because they've seen so much, uh, you know, so many chickens taken and ducks taken down at that lower lot. Penny, if I'm down there, will come down there with me. However, Sylvie will not any longer. It's time. We've got to move them down there. They need to be moved to the quail barn. One team of the geese needs to be moved down there as watch geese. And then the meat birds will actually be in the barn down there off to the side. 
So it's important that that lower lot is, is utilized. Other than that, it's just wasted space. And I refuse to go another year of wasted space. Right now, the chickens are free ranging there. They enjoy it, but I would rather have something closed off. Now, do I think the barn is going to get done in May? Absolutely not. No, 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 no. I'll be lucky to weed through the rest of the salmon and blackberries to finish off the job. From there, that is my goal. Okay, that is my goal. I am declaring it. At the end of May, I will have that cleared off. Now, from there, we still, <laughs> but don't let me fool you. We still have the back half of the property to clear off. And then I have this side of the property to clear off that goes up to the mountainside. So there's a lot of work in clearing, but I just got to take care of this lower lot first. Okay. So I, I, I just wanted to make that very clear to you. Um, so yes, I'm declaring that May will mean that I am done clearing that lower lot in that particular space, which then allows us to be able to put up electric fencing. We have never had electric fencing on the property ever. And now it's time to grow up and put electric fencing on there because if not, the coyotes will continue, continue to just have a free lunch anytime they wish. So once the electric fencing is put up, it's going to be amazing. That lower lot will be ready to go and I'll be very happy with it. Um, and then I can focus on the back half of the property and the side that goes up to the mountains. And that that's for next year. I mean, I got to do one thing at a time, right? So that is the goal. The, hopefully at that point, then the barn can get constructed, beginning to get constructed, I should say it like that, in June and wrapped up July and August. Um, because remember, Justin's only working on the weekends now and we have to be able to budget everything that we do. So in the terms of budget, um, we have toyed for years and years and years on having an apparel line. And I, you know, I kept brushing it off because I didn't want to have to manage it, even though it would be coming in and out of the website, I would still have to be the one to take it to the post office and whatnot. So I was really hesitant on taking one more thing on than necessary, but, but I may go ahead and put a farm girl in the making apparel on the website in a form of a hat and a t-shirt. And the reason why is that would help us raise money for the electric fencing. So if you see that apparel floating around anywhere, there's a purpose behind the apparel. It's not just to make money. It's to raise money to continue to move forward with homesteading. So if you're inclined to get a t-shirt that says a farm girl in the making or get your wife one or your girlfriend one, get it because we would really appreciate it. <laughs> Oh, I'm going to lie. <laughs> um, it's just, it, you know, the cost of homesteading can be expensive once it gets into fencing. And um, I, I I don't mind putting up an apparel line to help compensate for the cost of it. Uh, I still have, obviously, as you can tell me, uh, having a hard time committing to it. But it's looking like that's going to be the best bet for us. So the lower lot will get cleared at the end of May. The deck will get torn down. And hopefully a layout for what I want for the kitchen garden will be done by me. Uh, that's it. <laughs> that is it. I can't believe it. I've talked about the whole month of April and the plan for me. You know, as you can see, because you're living it too, homesteading is an ongoing process. Every time that you think you've got something done, something creeps around the corner. You're like, I can better it. I can better it. I can do better. I can make it better. I can have something created that's going to be beneficial to the property in one way, shape, or form. That's how my mind thinks anyways. But anyways, um, 
you know, it, it's an ongoing process to homestead. You know, it never stops. It never, ever, ever stops. Whether or not you think your structures are done, then there's something going on in the garden. If there's not something going on in the garden, then you're working on structures or clearing the land or doing something else. But that's the life we took on, right? That's a life we took on that has caused us to, to be motivated into owning our food source, to living simply, and to just reclaim a time that just no longer exists anymore. We're not afraid of the hard work that goes behind it. Many of us will work full-time jobs and then come home and homestead. Hence, people like Justin, I'm lucky to work from home. But, you know, you've got to really commend those that have two of the adults working away from home to come home, work at night on the property, and then work the property full-time on the weekends. I cannot do more than just to say, congratulations, you guys are owning it, you're killing it, and I want to be like you when I grow up. (laughs) So... You know, this is how we ended April and this is how we're going into May. And I'm excited to let you know what has happened at the end of May. Um, Don't forget you can join us on our YouTube channel to see our weekly garden tour. And then, you know, Instagram is just a picture here and there of what's going on. And it's always a beautiful picture because sometimes beautiful things need to be shown all the time. Maybe one day I will show you the horrific look of my front yard. Maybe. It's so embarrassing, but it is what it is. So um, that's what I have. That's how I'm going to wrap up the April month and um, move forward into forging new and exciting journeys and hard work for me. Thank you guys for being a part of the Simple Homesteading Life podcast. Don't forget to hit the subscribe button and the notification bell and to stay in tune with us for each week's episode where you'll learn about gardening, preserving the harvest, cooking from scratch, and raising livestock. But more importantly, gain the comfort that you need to live a simple homesteading life. We'll see you guys next week. And don't forget to follow us on our website, our YouTube channel, Instagram, Facebook, and grab a copy of my book, The Farm Girl's Guide to Preserving the Harvest while you're at it. Have a great day, you guys. See you next time.